Right, good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Adam. I'm Chris. And we are here to discuss this evening uh, our episode we were supposed to do last time. Best film ever. <laughs> you sound so unconvinced. He punches it out with such enthusiasm. I'm looking for a hype man. <laughs> Best film ever. Yes. That's it. Do. Um, so we've just watched Event Horizon. Um, but Best we... film ever. Yeah. But we've not That's met up for a while. No. So we've got lots to discuss. Um, Chris, what have you been watching in the meantime? I have been watching Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Mm. Um, You're going to be saving that for next week's episode? I won't say anything then. <laughs> I think we're, yeah, we're going to do a bonus on that. So. Yes. yes. I love a good bonus. But in general, Chris, are you, are you intrigued on board or just terrified? Oh, well... Definitely on board. Also, they've got a uh, a little clip that was done relatively recently. Have they? Yeah. Th- it might have been like a year ago, but it suggests there may be more coming, I think. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, because it sort of... It does have a finite end. It does seem to have an end, mm. but equally... Which we can discuss yeah, in, in which the future. We will discuss, in yeah. the next episode. Yeah. Um, so, so just for the listeners, I'm not sure if we mentioned it before, um, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is a... Uh, it's a series of, is it five episodes on YouTube? I thought it was six. I think it's six five-minute episodes. Yeah. I think you're yeah. right, Chris. Yeah. Um, and I watched it once and said I would never, ever, ever watch it again, ever, under any circumstances. But Adam is very keen to cover it. Uh, so the plan is, next week, in my absence, the gentleman and Lady Jennifer will be recording an episode not on Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, but that will be the preamble, because Jennifer is going to catch up with it also. So you all have a chance to talk about it. And I don't have to watch it. And you don't have to regret it anymore. Exactly. It can be expunged. Yes. Fully. Excellent. Yeah, so that covers that. Have you watched anything else, Chris? No, that's no. it. You ruined my... Oh. I'm going to watch this. Sorry. Because I was meant to watch this. And then it turned out you'd planned, without letting me know, we, well, we'd, this we'd, special to be, surprise. To be fair, we'd planned it five minutes before you arrived. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. it wasn't yeah. a secret. I, I, don't, I don't expect more than five minutes. <laughs> things weren't being kept from you. No. Apart from about five minutes, <laughs> which does unfortunately mean that you have to be very careful if we're warning you that there's a bus coming or something. Yes, <laughs> I, I sent you a message via WhatsApp. <laughs> I mean, come on, Chris, do you not check your emails? <laughs> um, Adam, I know you've been moving house, so you've obviously been extremely busy in the meantime. But have you watched anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, fortunately, I mean, obviously, there was a. There's been quite a long break since I was last on. I want to congratulate you on your interview for a start. So, oh. so I thought. So that we, I just thought we'd have a quick mutual dick sucking contest. <laughs> uh, so no, I really no. The interview with Tony Wash was brilliant. And Tony was great as well. You know, Tony was great. Your interview was great. It was entirely Tony. Your yeah. episode on Troll Two was just entertainment on every level. <laughs> oh, are you going to watch it? Oh yeah, here he is. I've got, we, I've got, got to watch it now because it's just so intriguing. Yeah, you know, because it was, it was a weird thing. I was saying to Lee, I, I was aware of the character of the um, Credence Clearwater, mm. really, <laughs> Credence yeah. Leonor. Clearwater Revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, I was I was aware of her from from people posting about her on Instagram. So I knew she was in Troll Two, and I also knew that Troll Two was like 
like literally the entire cast had done nothing else because it was just like mm. just such a amateur thing and then Lee had told me about the the documentary but yeah I am going to watch it now because I've not seen it and I genuinely feel I've missed out here because that does sound I mean and I also want to thank you both for holding off on Event Horizon so mm. I could be here for that just because it's great we are good boys sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yes. Yeah, so they they were yes very, they were very good. But uh, in terms of what I've watched, uh, I heard you guys saying what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Yes. Have you finished that now, both of you? Yes. You haven't, Chris. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> um, that does beg. I will say one thing. Then there is obviously, uh, and again, I don't want to spoil it for other people, but there's a particular episode featuring a lot of guest stars, yes. which is just a brilliant idea. I, uh, have you said? I don't know if you've got that far as mm. yet. No. Okay. I wasn't expecting that at all, and it came so out of the blue, and I was mm. like, "Oh my! How? How have they managed on season one to get this many celebrities?" That was it. Was impressive, but um, I, I'm not giving too much away. But basically. Apparently, in the universe of what we do in the shadows, everyone who's ever played a vampire is also a vampire, <laughs> but they are the actor. So yeah, um, but that that was yeah. That, that was series great. has literally episode to episode gets better every mm. single episode without yeah, I, fail. I really loved it. I just thought it was, and it was nice to have something that was essentially a continuation of the film or. Yeah. An, a, a version of the film, but none of that. Like, like you, I think, like you said on the last episode, there's no, um, there's no sort of off-putting thing with it. Of oh well, it's it's never going to be quite the film. Yeah. Because weirdly enough, technically now the TV series has bigger names in it than yes. the film ever did. Yeah. So because also there was like sort of you know just people cropping up all the way through and you're like oh bloody hell it's him. Yeah. Or or the other one which is someone turns up in heavy makeup and you're going I know him I know him yeah. I know him. <laughs> oh, of course that's who it is. Yeah. But, yeah. So um, weirdly linking from what we do in the shadows I've seen Mega Time Squad. Yes. Obviously, Deacon from the film of what we do in the shadows yeah. is in uh, Mega Time Squad. That I was really enjoyed. That was just that, a film I can best describe as a we as a uh, clever dumb movie <laughs> about a dumb person doing something clever with something clever. But yeah, it was like it was just so much fun. It yeah. was daft and entertaining. And yeah, to- totally sort of. Kind of throw away, but just in that sort of way of oh, I'll put this in, see what it's like. Oh, actually, that was yeah, yeah, just yeah, rather good. At the same time, I bought that. I also got um, uh, I got the man who dropped his pen, which was uh, <laughs> a, a series Starring of a dickhead series of beard. A series of interviews. <laughs> um, but um, and uh, no, I what uh, the man? I'm going to say it properly, so I'll read it. The man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. I've got that up there on the shelf and I've not watched it yet. Yeah. That sounds, sounds like a strange combination. It should be, and weirdly enough, it's not the film you think it's going to be from mm. that. It looks fairly serious. It is. It's weirdly serious. It's like a med. It's more like a sort of. It's kind of like someone sort of who's been used to being a fighter all their life. Mm. It's kind of almost like about being a veteran or being a survivor, where you just sort of 
you get to a stage in older age where you just have regrets and you just have mm. the and but so weirdly enough for something that should you feel it should be madcap like it should be sort of danger five sort of stuff yeah. and things like that where it's like oh it's going to have Hitler and Bigfoot and, it, and then weirdly enough it's like this oddly moving film but just also so happens to feature the assassination of Hitler and then a man having to go and I'm Bigfoot <clears throat> and yeah and but I just I just really I really enjoyed it but it's very chilled it's not it's not what you expect yeah. I think certainly the title you sort of kind of think you're going in Sharknado sort of territory mm. because it's kind of sells you on the title but it's not really yeah it's not really about that but it's um, and I for the life of me the actor's name's just gone out of my head but the the main star of it is just brilliant he's just really really good um, then I watched Snowpiercer that's just weird um, <laughs> that's almost a good film but there's just something I don't know what it was there was just something something okay about it but basically it's set in the future uh, the world's gone to shit and the only survivors of the human race are in a bullet train that's just p constantly circling the earth yes yeah, so I've seen mm. I've heard of it but yeah. I've not Tilda Swinton's great in it John Hurt's great in it, but they're Tilda Swinton and John Hurt, so you expect them to be great. Exactly. Um, and Ed Harris turns up at one point, and the guy from, I think it's the guy from Old Boys in it as well. Um, and that has some nice, interesting ideas, but by the looks of it, I think it's based on a French comic, and I think that that's probably extended. So, yeah. So, how can it work? How can they be on a bullet train and it carries on going? That's the thing is it's meant to be that it converts the as it passes oh, through okay. the ice it's converting it into fuel but they've also got a fuel in it that's also a drug um, <laughs> it's it's kind of one of those ones that's all over the place but it also it's, has that sort of thing of ah oh, right so that person double crossed them and then you're like yeah but to double cross them he's had to put up with so much <laughs> fucking shit he's had to have such a dismal crappy life to have helped this conspiracy that you're like what were you getting out of it do you know what I mean it's like mm. if you have a if you have a conspiracy where it's like right what we'll do is, is I'll pretend to blind you but what I'll do is I'll blind you okay <laughs> but it's all right because then they won't be able to tell that you can't be you, you haven't been blinded so it's all all right and then no one turns around and just goes I am still blind after this, aren't I? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And you, you, and you get nothing else. Yeah, you're not getting anything else other than that, you know. And I'll let you scrabble around in bins, <laughs> you know. It's just so it's it's a good it's it's if you if you if it turns up somewhere, just watch it because it's an entertaining hour and a half or yeah. whatever. But yeah, there's it's far too many holes in it I'm assuming that it comes from like a big volume of comics mm. yeah oh and they've and, cut it down to like like how I mean not not to the degree that I want to vomit me insides out but the way like Death Note was on Netflix yeah yeah from like a 20 issue manga uh, see now you were really disappointed with that and I didn't mind it I thought as a, <clears throat> I thought it wasn't terrible mm. for yeah if you didn't want to read all of those ish and you just wanted the story in an hour and 45 minutes I thought it was okay. yeah I, th I think but that being said I only read the first three books so I think it's just because of how in how unlike the because it's weird it's that it's the same thing like with League of Extraordinary Gentlemen it's so unlike the comic where none of the characters are similar so mm. if you've fallen in with the characters and because League of Extraordinary Gentlemen as a film 
probably a good like afternoon you'd watch it you know mm. I'd, I'd probably rate it in my head like say van helsing or something like that yeah. you know where it's sort of like oh yeah no that was an entertaining idea and it was yeah. like a team up and a monster movie and stuff like that mm. but because i've read the comic and i've seen another way of doing it it's like no <laughs> just no no please thank you no um then uh i watched the series of chernobyl which was mm. astounding mm. and just whoa just mind-blowingly well done and such a that was genuinely horror yeah to be honest because I, i'm gonna assume lee hasn't watched that i, don't, I never don't watch it i yeah i don't think i would i think really think of it it is like a historical reenactment mm. essentially yeah. it's not someone's in a weird way this is reportage it's not someone's sadistic cruelty that they've yeah, come yeah. up with you know it's like oh would it be funny if we put like a a shrapnel mine in a nursery <laughs> you know and have that as the motivation of a film yeah. but then really film it really <laughs> did you just come up with that yeah because <laughs> I, I was trying to think of something horrible um, but yeah but I think but that's the thing is Chernobyl is actually something that happened yeah. and it's a weird thing because you get partially it's people throwing blame away and covering stuff up who mm. are mm. almost to the point of despicable yeah Coupled with people doing such amazing things, essentially going to their own death mm. yeah. to help solve these problems, yeah. and that acceptance of and it's a weird thing because they said it's almost like a lot of people are analysing it in terms of because of Russia being a communist state at the time mm. and the way it was sold to the people is you wouldn't have got the same reaction in say America. Because America is all about the concept of the individual. Yeah. And it'd be like, right, do you want to go and lay your life down? And go, no, not fuck really. off, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in Russia, they were like, right, we're how, many, how many people do we throw at this? Mm. Yeah. And you, I mean, so many people died. Mm. And so many people, but they do it safe in the knowledge that that's what's happening to them. Yeah, and, yeah. But they just keep going. And it's just, yeah, we need to get this solved. And it's like, like the very best and the very worst of humanity in a weird way in so much as the problem and the some of the dealing with the problem is terrible but the people actually on the ground dealing with it you know are just they watch it as a tribute to them almost see i am mm -hmm. tempted i've got to admit it's one of those things that yeah it's 50 50 i'll probably watch the first episode and make a call on it at that point part of me as you say because it is a historical thing and it is mm. genuine part of me does feel that, you know like and that's the difference between this and threads this is real when it happened exactly and it's, yeah. yeah rather than just wouldn't this be a shit show if this happened yeah. this is what it'd look like like and I yeah mm. so and that I've got less time for yeah whereas Chernobyl I think and I've heard nothing but good things from anybody who's seen it well I mean it's one of those weird things because it's always been a bit of a fascinated subject for me but it is one of those things where you watch it and you really, it really hammers home. Mm. Like, I, whoa, what happened? Because I mean, there's, I mean, there's stuff that's not even in the program that they sort of like that I've seen thrown around. Where it's something like anyone on the planet who was alert alive at the time, I think, got eight days worth of background radiation when they went <gasps> up. That's the level of, that's the magnitude of what this did. Yeah. Mm. And they're, I mean, it's like the two two of the main protagonists at one point, they're sitting there talking about it and he's saying, oh, well, you know, this person's going to die, this person's going to die. And he's going, well, what about us? And he's like, well, we've got five years at best. And the bloke just has to have a sit down and a, yeah. 
and then it's like okay right what do we do and yeah. they crack on and they move on from that yeah. but but it is like you know just and the the sort of state end of it is terrifying because there's a bit like when they sort of first it's they realise what's happened and everything else like that. There's just this meeting that they're all having and it's like the heads of the thing and the local government and everything else like that. And then the local like head of the region or whatever like that is just been this old boy who's just been sat there with a stick listening to the whole thing. And then he stands up and he gives this speech about the thing is is that um, the Russian state is all about the people. And there is nothing that the Russian state would ever do to harm its own people. And therefore, anything that the anything that the state does to deal with this will be the right thing. Cut all the phone lines. Don't let anyone leave. <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> you know that it's sort of menace on like it's like wow, you know that's yeah. So it is. I I really can't recommend that enough. Excellent. And then weirdly enough, last night, uh, Claire watched The Shining. Oh. <gasps> What did she make of that? That is an incredibly... Te- Although I'm not a massive fan of it, and I've mm. gone on record before, which feeds into something we'll cover later. Um, yeah, it, it's a very tense film. Yeah, mm. but she, she... I think she really enjoyed it. But the good thing for her is... the um, A, Jack Nicholson, because now Jack Nicholson's one of those people where it's... It's Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, if you what if you'd have watched it at the time when he was a fairly famous, you know, he's a fairly famous man at that point. I think that, he won that, an Oscar. That, that was point. one of his most famous yeah. scenes, really, wasn't it? But still, at that point, I don't think he was quite the Jack Nicholson that is. Oh, we hire Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. And probably. if he's unavailable or too expensive, we get Michael Ironside. <laughs> and if he's not doing it, we get the guy from RoboCop. <laughs> um, but he's um, so from that point of view. But also the amount of. The amount it's been spoofed, yeah. South Park, uh, Simpsons, Simpsons did a lot yeah, yeah. of it, and things like that. Ready but Player you, One, yeah. yeah. She, but she, no, she, she really, she really enjoyed it. She found it. She said she didn't find it, um, in a weird way, because it. You can read it in that sense of is this just someone going mad? Mm. She said, well, that was the comforting end of it. I just think of it like that. So again, it's that sort of the thing which is almost like the mirror opposite of you, Lee, where it's like yeah. sort of like, right, this could happen. That's horrible. Uh, rather than, oh, well, I mean, that couldn't happen. But it's, she's more like, well, that's worrying because that's weird stuff. But you know, if it's just someone with cabin fever br- brutally murdering his family, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Strange, strange. But yeah, but the thing she said about it, and it was something that coming back to Event Horizon, because obviously a lot of people have said The Shining in Space mm-hmm. was one of the sort of things banded around about it mm. is she said the interesting thing is that there's no she said A she really liked it because there's no cheap tricks Yeah, there's no jumps no. or anything like that but also she said that there's no there's nothing horror about the movie everything in it and even at the end when they're in the maze and it's like at night but it's yeah. snowy and there's the lights on yeah. she said nothing is underlit there's no shadows or anything no. else like that. It isn't shot as a horror movie. No, in it's any way. shot as a hotel. Yeah, and a hotel is like that. You know, mm. you, the, the bit in the toilets is really brightly lit because that's yeah. the, and it's just shot normally. Mm. And she said that that was, and it's a weird thing because coming to Event Horizon, you know, and we'll come back to it. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this where it's like, why have you designed your engineering room to basically be like mm. a, a 
studded nightmare of evil. <laughs> and could you do it like 2001? <laughs> no, do you know, could you do Event Horizon in that sort of a spaceship? You know, because yeah, would that mean, be cause... creepier? Would that not work? Do you know? It's yeah. A, yeah, yeah, the ship is definitely a menacing element mm. of it. But it feels like, why would you, like, why would you have a medical centre that's all in shadows with dangly sharp mm. bits from the yeah. roof? You kind of, you, that's impractical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so that. But yeah, no, that's a really good point that, that Claire makes. That, mm. that is true. Like it, as you say, I, I suppose because Kubrick did a lot and, di- and, and wasn't a horror director, mm. he didn't choose those scenes in a traditional horror no. setting. Which is a really interesting thing. I've never thought of that before, but it's absolutely true. And also, I mean, it's like she said, there's obviously bits where, I mean, she knew someone, uh, she knew a character was going to be killed. Hmm. Uh, But she said, and it was interesting because they didn't do, oh, it's got quiet, then a loud noise, you know, they Hmm. didn't jump scare it or anything, but it was more just the, just leave it long enough because it's like, right, we know he's going to kill him. Yeah. Just get just over when, with. Yeah. yeah, and it's more that sort of Hitchcock tension thing yeah. rather than sort of like, oh, surprise, yeah. you kill someone, you know. And also it made me think, because there was the bit, because obviously there's certain bits where she was going, oh, yeah, that's the iconic poster and things like that. Yeah. And I thought when when I first saw The Shining Light on video, the front cover was him, was the axe coming through the door with Shelley Duvall there with the knife screaming. Yeah. Really makes it look like a slasher movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like really. It was like right. We can sell this to the Friday the Thirteenth Halloween fans. Yeah. Because it looks like Driller Killer or like you know yeah. something something that's like much more a series of deaths. And as she said, I mean, like there's at the end of it, there's actually only two dead people hmm. who aren't dead before the movie from like 1930 when it's the old story of the yeah. previous caretaker. So it's. Like really low body count and everything, but it's yeah. But um, I mean, yeah. I, the one thing she did say, she said, "Well, if you've not shown Chris this, you should show Chris this." Mm. Like, Have you seen The Shining, Chris? I've definitely seen parts of it, mm. um, but it may have just been clips. I don't remember seeing the full film all the way through. Okay. If you ever get to see the South Park episode where Randy runs Blockbuster. <laughs> have you ever seen that one? No. Because that is just The Shining because basically he finds block uh, an old Blockbuster video that's for sale but everyone's like what's a video store? Mm-hmm. You know every, no, one, no one's sort of like why is this an investment so and it's just like him being haunted by the ghosts of the previous owners of the video store <laughs> and like but and, and it does end with him frozen but they're like do you want us to get we're going to go at McDonald's do you want anything? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the thing as well. Now, sort of like she said, there's so many. Mm. She was like, right, that's in spaced. Right, that's in spaced and The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. That's in, you know. And also, like she said, and the thing she was really impressed with is she was really impressed with Jack Nicholson acting. Yes. Because he starts off relatively normal. Mm. You know, he's still Jack Nicholson, but he's like, it's not the fact that now people just get him at shining level to start the film. Yeah, at yeah. The, and it's like, right, apart from when he's the Joker, it probably is a bit of a mistake to start him at that pitch. It, and, and that's the thing, he did get typecast after this as, oh, if you want someone to act mental, yeah. you get Jack Nicholson in. Not someone to act 
mental and dangerous. Yeah, get that, get unhinged. What order did it go? One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Was that that's that's prior because was, The Shining's okay. actually relatively late in that it's nineteen eighty. Uh, yeah. And I think One Flew Over the Cooker's Nest, I think 76, mm. maybe, or something like that. Um, that's got a marvellous pedigree, though. You've got Danny DeVito in it, you've got Brad Dourif in it, you've got quite a few people. Wonderful film. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. Amazing. Um, so, I have caught up with a few things, mm-hmm. as I've mentioned in our previous episode. Um, so, I finally, you can tell Claire, caught up with the Bross documentary. Yes. Um, yes. I can totally see what she means. I don't think they came across quite how they wanted to come across. Yeah, they don't know. They don't get it. They don't get it, but boy, do the, ma- the makers of the thing, they're like, we thought this was just going to be a fluff piece about Bross. We have got Spinal Tap. It's yes. brilliant. And it's funny because the two brothers are so entirely different. Mm. And I, I got from them, with no disrespect, to, well, I don't know, maybe. Um, but yeah, one of them is a bit slow and one of them is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. what I came away with. Luke, Luke is essentially a Luke's essentially a nice bloke and he's actually got his head screwed on and he can tell when his brother's being a knob. Yeah. And Matt is just a knob. Yeah. But Luke's funny because he I don't know, it just I don't know. Yeah, simple is probably a, I didn't mean that quite. No, I, I know from. what you mean. He's but what just I mean not... is he's very like he doesn't seem to understand half of what's going on around him. He's just in his own little world, and he's mm. happy there, and he's not hurting anyone, and he's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. And his brother is just a dick, a tit. Because I think that's what it is. I think it's just the fact of you've been linked together for all this time, and it's like, oh, here he goes. He's going to make a prick of himself again. <laughs> and like you say, I think Luke's kind. He's not really slow. He's just sort of he's easy going bloke. He's in his own world. It's like that thing where they're talking about conkers. And he's going, yeah. yeah, they can't even have them in schools now because, like, you know, health and safety. Start the campaign here. Conkers, yeah, we need to get them back in schools. <laughs> oh, didn't we, bruv? I'm not really that bothered, mate. <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> it's just... And, like, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure if a, a camera crew followed me around for, like, a month, they'd pick up at me saying if they chose the stupid the, bullshit. The right pieces, yeah. yeah. Exactly, they can mm. make me look like an idiot. No, um, why? <laughs> you um but yeah but like i said i came away really liking luke yeah yeah and just thinking that matt and the thing is he's so open about it as well like his whole look i know he's the famous one and i'm the one at the back but we're just as talented and we both have just as much input and as soon as he feels that luke is putting his foot down on anything he just blows up out of nowhere and just gets really yeah. upset and indignant. And That was also one of those things where you just watch it and you go, oh, yeah, that's being in a band. <laughs> when it's like, well, I just wanted to try it, bruv. Yeah. Yeah, but we can do the thing. Yeah, well, we could try it, couldn't we? Yeah. And just the rest of the band sort of are sitting there just picking at the strings and like, yeah. oh, for oh, we've, I was going to say, we've been in that oh. before, the two of us, and uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we've been there. We feel you, bros. Yeah. Um... The other thing I've watched that I would like to discuss with you, Adam, mm-hmm. is Hellier. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So, uh, now I don't want to shit all over this. But no. It's probably going to sound like I will. I, I made it all the way through, so I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, same. Um, Chris, do you know what Hellier is? No. Okay. So, basically, there was a, a group who used to be like ghost hunters. And don't do it so much now. 
they received an email from a guy who said he lived in a place called Hellia. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> which isn't far from uh, uh, Jacksonville. Mm. So, no. Jacksonville? I've no idea. I can't remember, to be fair, but it's a small small little town. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of Kelly Hopkinsville is what I was thinking. I'm sorry, (laughs) that was the one. So Kelly Hopkinsville is where the alien sighting was with the little Mm. men that then inspired the movie Critters. Critters, yes. Well, remember. That's the one bit, isn't it? Yes. When, yeah, go on. So, So basically, he gets an email from this guy who says... Look, I live near the mouth of a cave, and every night these strange little goblin things come out. Um, and I can't catch photos of them, but they terrorise my house and my family. And here are photos of the marks they leave on the floor. Mm. And because it's close to Kelly Hopkinsville, which is a very famous um, alien sighting, as it were, they start taking it kind of seriously. And this guy is saying... Yeah, like it's it's getting out of hand. It's not just me. Everybody around here knows that it's the thing that's happening. And then the emails just stop. So they decide to go out and investigate it mm. for themselves. And it's it's a f- is it six episodes? I think it's, is it, it's five. Five or six. Yeah. Because yeah. I did um, it quite quickly. It was just a series of sleepless nights. So yeah. I just watched it. Yeah. Uh, and the best part of an hour-ish. Yeah. Yeah, because it was Bobby who mentioned it ages ago on Not For Everyone. That's Listen right. to Not For Everyone podcast. Yeah, get over there. And follow the Kurt Army. Yes. Get involved. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, so, so basically, so they went out to investigate it, but the guy had stopped emailing by this point, so they had no point of contact, so they just mm. went out there. Uh, and the it, it's basically a video documentary of them trying to speak to people around... around the town and find out what their experiences are with these goblins and they didn't get a, they got the occasional thing but it was mainly UFO sightings like a lot yeah. of people they spoke to were like oh yeah they're so frequent like you just don't even notice them anymore you just go there's a weird UFO like it, it's just a thing um, but but what I found watching it apart from the fact they spoke to a couple of people who had those type of stories mm. what I found from it was it was a it was really interesting to see people who had invested so much time and mm. effort and money into going out there and getting a crew together and then going out and finding nothing and how they how their brains tricked them into making things out of nothing yeah mm. so it, it's really and the problem is I you know I've said before I'm very sceptical I'm a non-believer in anything you know supernatural mm. um and I think that this is one of those situations that further reinforces that because you see people have invested all this yeah. time and and then they start seeing synchronicities and things mm. where they just it really was obvious just aren't it wasn't there, there. Mm. Um, like, and you and also you see them start making leaps. Mm. Mm. I mean, I've, there's a fascinating bit in it which I think is the one thing that to me was like. Well, you you know you're going into this half-assed. If you ask me, hmm. is when they say at one point someone says about the goblins, but they refer to them as critters. Mm. And he's like, and that's so unusual because I've never heard. You know, no yeah. one else has used the term critter. And it's like, yeah, but it's to do with the Hopkinsville, which you mention in the bloody show. Yeah, and he, the Wikipedia page for the Hopkinsville thing mentions critters. Yeah. So if you've not even got that bog basic. You know, you really haven't done. You really haven't sort of, and not only that, but also if someone's using that, that should be your signal. Well, 
they've got that from critters, so they're aware of critters. So, you yeah. know, work your way backwards. Mm. You know, that's the trouble with aliens. You can't follow the money. <laughs> but but it is it's that same thing you get with investigate you know even like sort of miscarriages of justice and things mm. like that I mean it's on a slightly different scale because people's lives are involved yeah but it's that same thing where the police will get their teeth into a suspect and make shit fear yeah mm. and well, that's it, that's a problem that like I know, I know like the like a lot of uh, forensic psychologists have is because they're a bit wary about giving someone a profile because if they've got a suspect that like matches three of the aspects of the profile, yeah, they'll that twist person. it to make yeah. it add yeah. to the other three. Mm. And it'll be like, oh yeah, he is a 30-year-old white male. And it's like, yeah, but we said he's unemployed. Yeah, but he's fully employed, but yeah, he's but he works nights. So that's like being around <laughs> during the day. That's the same as being unemployed, isn't it? Because he's around during the day. When do you think he mm. sleeps? <laughs> but again, it's no, he's very... I think my review of it, because I think I mentioned it when I first watched it, and my review was essentially all foreplay and no orgasm. Yeah. Because it's one of those ones, again, where they keep setting it up and they keep setting it up, and it's really a problem of any of these documentaries, and it's the same with, like, Bigfoot stuff. Mm. It's because what can they end up with that's well, going to be the orgasm? Well, nothing, cause it yeah, because there isn't one. Yeah. Because if they found it, <laughs> yeah, it would you would be way not more be waiting for the Netflix yeah. series of it. It would be front-page <laughs> fucking yeah, news yeah. everywhere. Every news site and everything everything would just be stopped. Like, we interrupt <laughs> the World Cup final to tell you that aliens exist. <laughs> I, told, I told you, I must have said this before, that's, that's how I got Eve over being scared of monsters. Was I said, find yeah. one, it, we will get it in newspapers, we will be richer than you could ever imagine. She was like, what really? And then all of a sudden, there was nothing real. Suddenly, she's yeah. a cryptozoologist. She's like, no, she's footprints in yeah. plaster casts. <laughs> of, I think that was a duck, to be fair. No, it's definitely a goblin. Um, but yeah, Lee, so going back, so you said that you're pretty sceptical. I'm massively sceptical. Massively. But I would like to point out, excuse me, following the things that I said, I really liked the people involved, and mm, I do yeah. think that they genuinely... And, and this is what yeah. I it comes from it. a genuine place. It's yeah. not; they are not con men. Yeah. It's not like when you see a lot of these things where it's like, "Oh, I'm psychic advisor <laughs> to the first lady of the United States." And it's yeah. like, yeah. right, you're a devious shit. Yeah, and you, you, you believe this as little as I do. Yeah. Mm. It's not like or fake mediums that sort of thing. Yeah. It's not like that. No, no, it isn't. It's absolutely. It's somebody who genuinely believes in the things they're investigating. So I. So I, and that's what's fascinating. If it was just people making shit up, I'd have no time for it. Mm. But it's mm. the fact that I think that they are so desperate to believe that something is occurring that they just, as you say, start making massive leaps mm. and just. So, so what does it take to become one of those people? Why? Because obviously you're fascinated by it all, but why do you not make that leap? What is I, the difference? I think I, you know, like I've said, you know, I'd, I'd need to see. Some something mm. like if I and, and that's why I'm I don't know I'm, I would be more inclined to believe in UFOs because the idea that that's something that happens fairly infrequently and they come down and they do whatever they do here and then they piss off and not a lot of people get to sit like I can understand that but the supernatural and the ghost thing like it's always it's the same people that's the problem mm. oh yeah I've seen 16 ghosts in my life okay well I've never seen shit yeah. so like do you yeah. think maybe you just see things out of the corner of your eye and immediately well, go that's a ghost, well yeah. that's definitely a ghost <laughs> yeah, whereas I'm like oh I saw something out the corner of my it's eye probably it's moisture yeah. in the corner of my eye it's, it's just uh, well a friend of the show Wesley uh, said that I believe it was his mum and his uncle around and they said Wesley it's very strange in your house because they're very 
mm. um, into ghosts and, and believe. Mm. And they were like, Wesley, it's very strange in your house because every so often you can just see blue lights flashing. And Wes just went, I live next door to a fucking hospital. <laughs> of course you can see blue lights flashing. There's ambulances <laughs> up and down all the time. And it's sort of... And I think that's yeah. the thing. I think it's taking that... Because Lady Jennifer and I had what we thought at the time was a ghost sighting. Turns out it was Dean, wasn't it? It <laughs> just hadn't gone on. <laughs> so we spent the evening at Auntie Maggie's and we were laying in bed and I woke up and looked up and I could see what I thought was a light, was a mist of light hovering over the bed. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me this. And I looked over at Jennifer and she was laying awake with her eyes open, staring at exactly the same thing. And I went, can you see that? And she said, if I say no, can we both just go back to sleep and pretend it isn't there? And I went, yeah, fine, we did. So the next night it happened again. And what it actually was is the way that the bed the way that the ceiling is curved over mm. the bed, and there was um, uh, solar lights in the garden, ah. it was creating a light on the ceiling which looked closer than the yeah. ceiling was. Mm. But that, but that was all it was. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Somebody else who didn't take the time to go right. Let's wait till it gets dark. Let's go up there and investigate yeah. it and work out what happened. Somebody just immediately goes, "Well, that room's haunted." Then wouldn't have done that work and wouldn't have come away and gone. Actually, there is a it was very convincing at the time, mm. but we worked out what it was. Well, and things are much more convincing late at night when you're slightly well, if less you, with if it. You, yeah. Well, if you've just woken up, I mean, yeah. You, you, yeah, I mean, there are times when you can persuade me I've got two bloody eggs. Yeah. <laughs> it's early enough in the morning, <laughs> and I think I think it's I ha I think my because I'm I am sceptical to the point of sort of argument a lot of the time <laughs> particularly what and there's one thing I have to say and I'm going to put it out there now just because it needs to be said why the fuck is astrology back I don't just know why you keep seeing shit where it's like oh well I would be like that because I'm a Pisces <laughs> oh right okay <laughs> for, for the benefits of the tape I said a four letter word in case it just doesn't pick that up well so did it ever go away or did it just happen that you crossed people's paths who were th a bit into it and then you just happened not to I think in, f in fairness I think it's because Claire watches a lot of YouTube mm. and a, a lot of YouTubers that's mm. a better way of putting it so they like that and quite a lot of people it'll be sort of like oh well, you know and you see it come up on Instagram on especially like sponsored posts and things mm. that you're not following or whatever like that, or even in the suggested post and it'll be sort of like um, well that's what it's like living with a Sagittarius and it's a picture of a cat with a firework up its arse or something <laughs> do you know what I mean it's always like shitty memes and things like that that are turning up and you're just like really the one that Get really beyond it. I think I'm I think I took a screenshot and sent it to you guys because <laughs> I was so massively fucked off by it mm. Was an in, a sponsored a sponsored Instagram post, and it was trying to sell. So you know the bottles that you buy that have got like a piece inside, so you can put fruit and things yes, in them, yeah. so mm. that you get the fruit or the vegetable or whatever so it is. So it infuses. In, yes. in, yeah, it was that, but it was gemstones. I'll get a grip. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, right, well, this is idiot tax because if you buy mm. this. You are literally paying money because you're a moron. Like, who thinks that putting gemstones in water makes your water better for you? Like, who are these 
but and it said people have been doing this for hundreds of years. I was like, yeah, they had they've been doing really stupid shit it's for hundreds of years. Well, that doesn't yeah. make people, it smart. People have been sticking objects up their bum for millions of years. <laughs> yeah. That still doesn't mean they don't need medical attention afterwards. <laughs> it's like you know, as long as there's a hospital, there's someone there with a spoon up their arse or something. You know what I, I mean? Just, it's like I was like, yeah, no. If people are really this stupid. But the trouble is, is it gets to the point where you sit there and you just go, "I'm, how how much do I want the money versus the public ridicule?" Yes, yes. Where you're like, sort of like, I could, re- do you know what I mean? I would love to become like a pet psychic or something. Yeah. Oh, your dog's, uh, your dog's shitting on the carpet because you ain't giving me five pounds. <laughs> you know, essentially that. <laughs> and I think that you know, I think I could sell it, but. Again, I I'd buy you. really <laughs> the worst part about it is, and I think this it's is where people's when, desperation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And my interest in all these things. I mean, I read the Fortean Times, and I. I mean, and actually, that's the thing. The Fortean, the the strict term of Fortean, hmm. is cataloging of weird events. Yeah. Not that happened. It means it's aliens. Yeah. yeah. It's literally just this the, happened. Ge- you know, genuine weird shit like mm. when it rains fish and yeah. things like that. And it's not seeking an explanation. Mm. It it extrapolates at times and just sort of says, Oh, you know, some people have said that this is visitors from another dimension. Some people have said that this is crows flying into radar. You know yeah. whatever it is. But again, I sort of and I think it comes from a place of massive disappointment that magic doesn't exist mm-hmm. that things don't actually happen because the world would be far more interesting i think that and i, and I totally appreciate that and as you say yeah you know, like i do i read all the ghost story yeah. books and i listen to all the alien shit and i watch all the documentaries and ancient aliens and all that and i do i do get involved in all of that yeah. stuff because i'd love it to be true yeah, but, but not enough not. that I'm willing to lie to myself. Exactly. I, I mean, it's like that flat Earth documentary. Mm. You know, where it's like, right, we need this this gauge, yeah. and that is the to, only thing that will prove it. that the Earth is flat. <laughs> and they get one, it doesn't prove it, and then they have to make up a theory for why it's wrong. And it's like, why? Yeah. Come on, you know. I'm glad you mentioned magic. The other thing I've watched, uh, as I mentioned earlier off air, mm-hmm. in the last two weeks. I have rewatched all eight of the Harry Potter movies. Ah. Um, yeah, I've, they're not exactly a guilty pleasure. I know everybody likes them, and they're just—I've not seen them. I've seen really, the first one. They're really worth taking the time to watch. Like, I'm, I'm assuming now with a child that this will be happening at some oh, point. Yeah, definitely. So I know, I know, I know it's down to the wait line. For, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, you won't hate it. It's no, not no. Gonna, it's not going to be. Bing or uh, whoever up. Right, so oh, yeah, I, no, I liked it. Bring him out. <laughs> I liked it a lot more than I thought I would mm. because I couldn't help but compare it or have an expectation for Lord of the Rings and that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas obviously it is. Uh, it's, I mean, I think it gets a lot deeper and a lot more adult as it goes on. Yes. But the first one is kind of fun. And that's mostly, what until the end, and then I was quite shocked because it I got. Th- I think it always it seems to be really bad. Dark. Yeah. I think it always seems to be something that if I was the right age, I would have loved. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. from that Definitely. point of view, you know, I just think, well, mm. it's, it's, it's not aimed at me now, yeah. so I'm not involved, but boy, I would have lapped it up when I was little, you know. So, I, think it's just, I think it's just really well written. It's really well filmed. Mm. I think it's, as you say, it isn't aimed at me. It is aimed at younger people. But so I'd, basically I was on a plane for nine hours mm with very little to watch because mm. I've watched almost everything that was on there but they did have um, Fantastic Beasts and uh, Crimes of Grindelwald mm. 
So I was like, right, okay, I'll stick so that So that's on. the new one that's based around Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. It's young it's Dumbledore, pre, isn't it? Yeah, it's oh, pre-Harry okay. right. Potter. Um, so I watched both of those, and I was like, do you know what? I don't remember an awful lot about the Harry Potter movies. I do own them, so I'm going to go back and re-watch mm. them, because I bought them as they came out and watched them then. But I've never sat and watched them all in a short space. Um, and it is really good seeing, as you say, like the first one, when they're kids, it's very light-hearted. Mm. And then obviously you follow all the way up until they're in their teens, yeah. and then it gets a lot more serious. So it's really nice seeing the way it progressed. And the amount of celebrities who are in them mm. is just yeah. It's an just interesting fantastic. one as well, where it's like that first one has some names in it. And then the success, it's like, oh, you know, right. by the end of it, it's like, right, you're you're a janitor in the background, and it's yeah. like, yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, right, Gary Oldman, you are yeah. going to be there. Oh yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. But yeah, they're just they're really good. They're really entertaining. I came out with a smile on my face after everyone. Mm. So, uh, good little YouTube clip, um, just in remembrance of him. Uh, look up Rick Mail talking about him being cut out of Harry Potter. Oh really? Yeah, it's just gr- a great little interview about he was. There's a ghost in the books that's not in the films, mm. and he played that ghost. And uh, yeah, it's just a lovely little story about him sort of saying about it and everything. Mm. And it sort of just ends with him going, "I still got pain. That's what's important." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'll definitely be looking that up. Um, right, I think that's everything we have watched. So, would Harry Potter have a link to our main event, Lee? As you realised. It would. I wasn't going to go straight to the main event, but let's save the Ask Welcome to Horror until afterwards and go. So, I did realise I've got maybe 15 minutes into Event Horizon. And one of the characters, I was like, I know that guy. I definitely Mm. recognise him. I've seen him in something recently where he looked very different. Uh, Yes, and it is. So, the medical officer. Yeah, DJ. DJ, yes, is uh, Malfoy. Not Drake, that's Draco's father. Lucius, is it? Lucius Malfoy, well done. Yes. And as soon as I clocked it, I was like, oh shit, yeah, he looks exactly the same, but with a blonde wig on, and I was completely yeah. unable to identify where I knew him from. It, it does actually go a bit Game of Thrones at that point, where it's like, you know, this sort of like, you're not a natural blonde, are you? <laughs> but oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Event Horizon. So, Chris, you chose this because you have a. This was my, my special birthday choice. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, so this all, all was... All in June. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close. Um, it, this was probably, and still is, one, and it wasn't my favourite horror film, I would say, when so we watched it around the age of uh, 14, 15, 15, 16. Mm. I can't remember what year it came out. Adam, 97. 97, okay, then I must have been 17. Okay. So... Yeah, but it was the the best combination of sci-fi and horror mm. that I think I'd seen. I was, I was trying to think of any other films that compared. So we must have watched it loads over a period of like two weeks. Mm. And then I probably hadn't seen it again. I don't think I might have seen it like late one night. But yeah, not properly until yeah. again now. And it, like I still think... Um, I still think they've done a great job with it. I mean, as Adam said earlier about the the style of the ship, like it looks fantastic. It, it mm. may not. I think now they would have perhaps tried to make it just slightly more, like Practical. less over the top, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a, you know, a bit toned down. Um, but I, I, they they would definitely go in for a 
a horror theme of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I think that I think they actually said part of the, I think it's the bridge is designed uh, like is like from the catacombs of a particular cathedral mm. with those sort of arched pillars and, and, and stuff like that. And the big square window, I noticed that as well, mm. the big square window in the front that's shaped like a cross. Yeah. 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 So, you know, perhaps they just wanted that for the, the look. Um, uh, but I, I, I liked that they were trying to explain certainly that the science of the gravity drive mm. Um, at the start, when Weir is trying to explain it all to them, mm. and when he pokes a hole through that picture yes. of Theresa May, which yeah. really upset yes. me. Uh, our, our prime minister, you know, <laughs> in, in, our, in our, our wonderful one. in her pornographic heyday, yeah. you know, she looks much better with the clothes on. <laughs> uh, yes, just for listeners abroad or or anybody over the anyone younger than the age of thirty-five, probably there was a page three girl named Theresa May. She was a little bit older. She was. She was probably the original MILF. Um, yes, and there is a picture of her used in, in this. Yeah, what and is she is not our now <laughs> Prime Minister. It's a different Theresa May. Yeah, Nearly it's, no longer Prime It's spelled so differently. And uh, uh, technically, she plays the. She is actually credited on IMDb oh, as really? Vanessa. <laughs> because it's that's what Smith says, isn't it? It's yeah, like, that's Vanessa it. and that's mine. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> this particularly attractive poster. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, I quite like that. Um, mm. Him explaining how to fold space, mm. and that allows you to travel much further slash faster than you otherwise would be able to. Um, so that was possibly, you know, I don't remember that concept before then, and tied in with because I was much more into horror. Or you know, it was probably because all my friends were playing them. Mm. So I don't think I have ever watched that many films generally. Mm. Um, but yeah, so. So I think we used to get them from the uh, the video man used to come around and they'd get a load of films. Um, so yeah, so it really stood out to me because it was the best sci-fi, best horror combination that I'd seen. Hmm. I, th- I think, like you say, because it, but it's also it's sci-fi that's it's actual sci-fi mm. in yeah. that it actually explains its scientific concepts. Yeah. Yeah. And everything. It's not uh, seriously. One day we do do we do Galaxy of Terror. Yeah, because that's an amazing film, but that is absolute horseshit nonsense. Mm. That's like that's Forbidden Planet. Like that <laughs> makes Forbidden Planet look like two thousand and one in terms of the science that's gone into it. Okay, um, but yeah, this does have a lot of, you know, this does actually have. Uh, and I also quite like the fact that it's the. I mean, there are a couple of dodgy lines about it. The black hole, the most destructive power in the universe, <laughs> and you built one. Um, also, uh, what's his name? Baby Bear. Um, oh, yeah. Just, uh, Justin. Justin, yeah. yeah. Justin, my very own Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been sent down to engineering, mate. It's turned into black gloop. Mm. Don't put don't, your bloody yeah. hands in it. You don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah, no, I would totally be coming arse. back at that point. It's his, fu- it's his fault. <clears throat> Stupid sod. But I guess that, that was the effect of the the magic starting to take yeah. hold a little bit the yeah, temptation to taste yeah. hell because mm. it's it's weird because actually I mean apart from because he doesn't really some of them get vision some of them mm. don't but mostly it seems to play up on guilt mm. it's like uh, Weir's wife topped yeah. herself because he was busy building the building, event horizon yeah. um, uh, the captain with the um the guy who he had to abandon in a fire, in fire yeah. Yeah. the uh, the and officer uh, with her 
I've got to say that though, while while it's there in case I forget, like that, um, Lawrence Fishburne, yeah, explaining that and about the fire in Zero Gravity and being Mm. beautiful, like that. There's there's just you know that particularly and a couple of other scenes in this just stood out so much as like that's another concept I'd never thought of fire in Zero Gravity. Mm. Like that sounds amazing and yet terrifying. Yeah, like it's such a yeah. I think they did that really well. I think there's. There's a lot to be said for it as both, like you say, as both a sci-fi movie and a horror movie. Yeah, and it's one of the few that crosses that crosses it right. I I, I, yeah, I think well because it seems. I mean, you know, it's, it does seem not that plausible, and yet still we haven't reached the point where we can fold space and no. we don't know what will happen. So yeah, if you want to make a horror film around that. Yeah. that's sort of fair game at the moment until we manage to do it and we're like no there's no hell on the other side yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah. then it sort of loses its effect but mm. before then uh, yeah and, and him talking in Latin um, and explaining at first it's save is it save it's, save me because it's oh yeah and then he changed it to save yourself liberate yeah. me and, and then liberate tutu, tutu, tutu me yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so ex infernus yeah, yeah. from hell yeah um, yeah like just all of that Blended together, I think it's fantastic. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, and Justin goes in the the airlock, and and that's what I don't didn't notice through this. I was sort of trying to look out for it, but there weren't many real jump scares, not full on jump scares, but there no. were a few more subtle, you know, like so the lights flickering, and then yeah. he sees his wife, but it's not like a sudden shot. No, like it I builds, felt it's that yeah, build up. Again. I thought it was good enough. That, yeah, it mm. wasn't so cheap. So that's why. Um, because some people say that this has aged badly. Now, you don't think so? I'm afraid yeah, I go on. do. Go for it. I see, But this, this is the same problem I had with Alien and Aliens. Mm. Um, so I really like them, but I find... that I, I like a good slow build, but for some reason, sci-fi slow build just doesn't work so well for me. And I remember this film really fondly, mm. which is why I was keen to do it when you said... But yeah, watching it this time, I didn't enjoy it as much as I was expecting to. So that's funny. So we've got a few. Uh, what what was it? Death line that you decided you liked more. I think it's after... I think it's horror in enclosed spaces might mm. be my issue. Okay. So that's why Alien and Aliens. It's... This Death Line. So yeah, so I watched Alien and I hadn't seen that properly before. I watched it at the cinema not long ago um, because it was the whatever. Anniversary. Yeah, 30th, 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 30th could be, yeah. It's probably 40th now. Might be. It's, it's, it's year, bef- year after Star Wars, year before mm, Star Wars. Yeah. I think it's 78. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah it must yeah. be. It must yeah. be 40th, yeah. yeah. We are getting old. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And, no, and I thought that was really good. Um, and then I watched Aliens the next day, so I was like, well, I've got to carry on. And I still thought that was amazing. Like, I still thought the scenes in that were fantastic. Um, and again, the slow build hmm. and the sci-fi aspect and... Yeah, just the characters in it. I thought that just everything was still done really well. Mm. And now I often find that I don't like older films because yeah. they feel like they've aged. So it's interesting that both of these still, if either one had come out now, I think I still would have liked totally. it. And I'm trying trying not to be nostalgic. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, they just both worked so well for me. I Don't I don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking this film. I, I totally mm. enjoyed it, but I remember being so blown away of it when mm. I watched it previously, and then I watched it today, and I was like, yeah, it was good. It's film. good, yeah. yeah. But, I, th- I think also, the thing I find with it is I think it's actually much more the mechanics of the characters that I find as dated a bit more so than... 
the effect. Because effects-wise, it's not too bad. It yeah, they didn't try to do too yeah. too much. Like, and what they did do, I thought, was still good. The explosions, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think that one where you see the original ship that they came in blow up from a distance, that looks yeah. pretty bad. But other than that, no. everything else held no, up perfectly. It's sort of, I think, yeah, I think, because I think at this point, I think also everything... I think everything is CGI. I don't think there's any model work. No. So I think at that point, because it's like the watch that floats past at the start mm. is sort of like you. It looks. It looks. The CGI looks a bit clunky, and it's a bit more obvious than it would be. But like you say, it's kind of. I used must be affected by nostalgia. And I didn't notice any of that. Relative. It's relatively. You, you know, it's relatively okay because there's not much in there. Yeah. You know, mm. they, and and the ship stuff is entirely its own thing so it doesn't have anything to butt up against and look weird the ships looked awesome from outside like that effect looked really really good the event horizon does remind me of a klingon bird of prey though mm. the, which is their their particular ships in yeah. star trek but it's that same sort of wing design but you said there was a um, ship from eve yeah what ship yeah. So I was, was saying, when you saw the saw it from the front, so you saw the body of it, mm. and those two fins that came out from the side, mm. it looked like an executioner. Mm. Um, not that I've flown one much. Yeah, and then once they blew the bridge and it just flew away, I was like, well, that's just a just a dummy now. Like It just mm. looks like a Dominix. It's, there's nothing else it could be. See, again, this is probably stuff that's fed into it. Well, yeah. I because it would have been people yeah. who yeah, were definitely. into the film at the time and stuff mm. like that. But uh, and uh, Incidentally, the watch at the start is an Omega Speedmaster, and specifically because that's the watch that uh, Armstrong and Aldrin were wearing on uh, the Apollo mission. Oh, that's, that's a nice, nice little yeah. sort of touch and things like that. But I think, yeah, it's much more. There's, like I said, that bit with the the black hole, the most destructive mm. thing, and, yeah, and sort of like a bit of the sort of like uh, uh, Cooper. Although he's a good character, in mm. fact, everyone in it is really good. But I think a few people have got a bit sort of like. You'd probably do it differently Just, now because yeah. Yeah. you can see the mechanics of oh this is to explain something mm. yeah. rather than you know oh, it's less than naturalistic. It is, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's sort of that's definitely places. a good way. But I mean, I've been people are looking for foreshadowing now. So exactly, even yeah. myself, as I've said before, I'm one of those people. I put a film on switch my brain off and just let it absorb. But I do it now. Like I'll be watching a film and they'll go so. You were really good at ballet when you were in school. I was like, right, well, that's going to be yeah. important in yeah. about an hour and a half. Like, yeah. Well, this is the thing. They, I can't remember. It's um, uh, someone's gun. Oh, it's it's going to annoy me that I can't remember what it is. But there's this. It's a. Uh, it's actually a theatre rule. Yes. Which is the thing of you show a gun in Act One, it has to go off by Act Three. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like that same sort of thing. But also, I mean, again, weird design of the ship. The bombs, I'd have them less open and pressable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in yeah. case some tit falls over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and oh, well, Goes I, a bit I, like, I don't know what yeah. I did, <laughs> especially because it would be you're having an important conversation, and this dimlo comes in and he's just like, right, I don't know what I've done, but look, hang on, hang on, we've got the, and they will wait. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if they're thick enough to have set off the bomb, they'll probably be thick enough to think. Yeah, I should wait really while they're talking about the weather patterns or whatever, like you know, or the the geostationary orbit, and he'll be just like, yeah. Uh, anyway, what was it? I think I've set one of the kaboom. <laughs> so, but funny, uh, funny story. My dad used to tell. He was round at a friend's house once, um, and he's they were sitting in the. I think they were in the kitchen, 
stood by the fridge having a couple of beers um yeah and the door was shut and the roommate came downstairs and was knocking on the kitchen door jimmy jimmy your bedroom's on fire <laughs> <laughs> just come in i know the door's shut just come in yeah. like, what would you... mind mind you i did that when my car burst into flames outside bloody palms hotel I knew it was like a staff-only entrance, so I'm trying to say to someone, can someone give me a fire extinguisher? I didn't want to go in, you know. But your car might be about to explode yeah. and take out well, half of the car park. Yeah, so it happens, doesn't it? We've been brought up too polite here. I think <laughs> clearly, clearly too polite. But, I th- yeah, there's... Um, obviously, we, uh, we've got uh, Jason Isaacs, who is going to be appearing in the Dark Crystal Age of uh, yeah. Resistance? That looks interesting. Um, which I'm really looking forward to because hmm. that's. Um, but there's quite a few ones I saw where it's people coming up in stuff that looks pretty good. Uh, obviously, we mentioned Lawrence Fishburne, but he's going to be in a TV movie of Rendlesham. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, now that after uh, after Kelly uh, Hopkinsville is my favourite UFO story. It's always been one, it's always been one of mine, yeah. And that's and obviously after last podcast covered it, so you'd just be sitting there going, "Oh, it's Mister Penis Town." Yes, I just see now. I did have that same thing where somebody messaged Henry and said, "When you've mentioned this before, you've always jokingly called him Penis Town, and you made it through the whole first part yeah. and didn't do it once. You've let yourself down. You've let us down. I felt exactly the same." So. Thank um, you, whoever pointed out. And uh, uh, Stark is played by uh, Jolie Richardson, who shot to fame playing Lady Chatterley next to Sean Bean's Mellors oh, okay. in the series of Lady Chatterley. Um, but she is going to be appearing in uh, The Colour Out of Space <gasps> with Nicolas Cage, directed by Richard Hardware Stanley. You are shitting me. I am not shitting you, my friend. Oh. I shit you not. Yeah. Now, The Colour Out of Space... My favourite H.P. Lovecraft story. Now keep H.P. Lovecraft in mind. He may be mentioned later on in this episode. Oh, within three. <laughs> yeah, with three steps. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, um, obviously Sam Neil. Mm. We all know we oh. covered him on Welcome to Horror Twenty Three in the Mouth of Madness. Yes. Um, if you've not seen it, go and watch. Uh, what was the one that he did, the New Zealander one, with the kid who was later in Deadpool 2? The piano? No. no. It was the Wilder. Oh, not something. Was it Search for the Wilder, Wilder people? people? Yes. But go and Google it. Find it. It's amazing. Genuinely amazing. I have to say, I'd completely forgotten about, because like, obviously Lawrence Fishburne's done loads of stuff, but I keep I always forget he's in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Oh yes, he is. But as Larry Fishburne. Yeah, because that's how he was billed earlier. Like when he's in Apocalypse Now, hmm. he's Larry Fishburne in that. Yeah. And yeah, so obviously, I don't know. Maybe there was another Larry Fishburne. Yeah. You know, but he's I, it has very to be good. It has. He's a. He's brilliant. But also B. Those royalty checks really started rolling in, didn't they, after the first Matrix film, mate? Because <laughs> you have ballooned, my friend. Yes. <laughs> and I say that as a fat shit myself. <laughs> Um, but uh, other interesting things, uh, Cooper um, plays Ike Turner Jr. in What's Love Got To Do With It, and Lawrence Fishburne is Ike, oh, so okay. he's his son in that, but also, uh, this is one that I believe you would be aware of, Lee, he was uh, in Santa Clarita Diet. He was in Santa Rick. Clarita Diet, he's yeah. very good in that. And Goz, 
Go- Gojira as well, apparently. Oh, really? Yes. Um, speaking of sexy ladies, Emily Booth is in the orgy scene. Oh. I, th- I think I spotted her, but it's it's all a bit... It's hard to tell, really. It's hard to tell. When you say orgy scene... Well, it, it's, it's, sort of, that's it's, it's what, not an orgy that I would rush to. <laughs> <laughs> not that I would rush to many orgies, but... No, you sort would of, be. You don't want to don't rush and blow yeah. your stays out before you get there, do yeah, you? Yeah, don't get there too quick. Yeah, get a cab. All the cool people come later. If you rush there too quick, you just get all the uncool All the cool people, people come later. At a... Sorry. <laughs> well, of course they do. Let's stop this now. Let's... Yeah, it's only polite. God damn it. All right, so back, back in, to... In a jerk-off competition, <laughs> playing third and fourth. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. So, come on, back to this orgy scene. Yeah. So Tell me a, all about uh, it. No, it's just, I think that's what they called it. Like, yeah. The, uh, yeah, like yeah. on... Like the director and like when they were discussing it, they just called it the orgy scene. Although we did also say that the 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 the, the distorted scrambled version of it mm. did look a bit like when the porn channels were being yeah when they turned off at midnight or yeah. whatever when it got into the good stuff yeah. But that, like I say, that's the weirdest ten minute preview. Just like, <laughs> well, Godspeed, and, uh, <laughs> off we go, and uh, bit of Latin, yeah, bit of Latin, bit of Latin for the. <laughs> Bit of Latin for the ladies, <laughs> and then obviously we have to mention the marvelous Mr. Sean Pertwee. Yeah, oh yes, uh, son of John, and uh, but yeah, we have not covered any Neil Marshall films, and I was thinking because what, what after we watched this the first like I've started watching this yeah, and I was like, Dog Soldiers, Doomsday. And yeah. it was like, but Dog Soldiers, I think we really need to cover. I, I, Dog Soldiers is fantastic. I didn't enjoy Doomsday so much. I hated the editing on it. D- Doomsday is a bit. It's probably the lesser of the three films that he did because now yeah. he just he directed loads of games of Game of Thrones. Um, like that's what he's been doing like lately. But obviously so he did he's the descent doing very well. Oh yeah, he's doing. I've all still right, not seen the descent, but that's because I'm claustrophobic and it just yeah, fair, me fair out. enough. Yeah, yeah. He's he's also in Howl, so he's doing quite well for British uh, horror movies. Excellent. Alfred in Gotham. Interesting point. The reason he is a skinhead in this is he's bit like him and the director Paul W S Anderson. Hmm. Um, like he's been in loads of his films. Yeah. Like he was in. Well, I say loads. Like he was in films before this, and he knew him. Yeah. And he said, "Right, you want me to play this character? Okay, you're gonna love this. I've got like a futuristic haircut, and apparently he turned up with like some weird blonde spiky peroxide thing, and he was just like, no, no, <laughs> no that's fucking <laughs> stupid, no. And so he had to shave it all off because they were going for." A more realistic sort of yeah, feel yeah. to it because it's that uh, it's that alien sort of yeah. crew feeling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah been, so it was very like, real and dirty. Yeah, and, and apparently he turned up with like this sort of like just incredible like I don't know Astro Boy sort of like <laughs> spiky haircut. You know, it's funny because I just assumed. Yeah, maybe it isn't. I assumed it was around the same sort of time as ID. Yeah. And he's got the same haircut in ID. So mm. I was like, oh, it's obviously that's just what he was doing with his That's another film I haven't seen in a long, long time. I don't think that'd hold up for me. I probably really not, loved actually. it in the day, but yeah. I don't think I'd like it so much there. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a bit sort of... Uh, yeah, it probably has been left too long now. Hmm. Do you know there's an ID too? That's of, no, I didn't. Yeah, which, as far as I'm aware, I think it's in, in almost... 
you know, it's in the way that it's usually for horror movies, featuring none of the original cast or story <laughs> or anything. I think they just like they had a film about football hooligans, and it was like, well, that's done quite well. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, yeah. So the director, Paul W. S. Anderson, did the film Shopping, which, regardless of anything else, is the best '90s music soundtrack as in like yeah. actual music and I will genuinely fight anyone on that I remember um, Dean having a poster of it I've never seen yeah. it yeah it's, it's not a great film it's it's a weird film because it's set in the near future <laughs> and it's all about people in London like uh, stealing cars and ram raiding hmm. um, but apparently I used to have this great interview with Sean Pertwee on some VHS somewhere it was like I recorded like the end of film 90 or whatever yeah, yeah. it would have film 94 it would have been and there's just a bit where he's going he said oh yeah we took it around the festival circuit and all these Americans kept coming up and going what's this concept you know this ram raiding that's such a fascinating concept and it's like what are you talking about we do it in Britain all the time we invented it <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like the sort of pride of like yeah we decided to just shove cars through fucking shop windows <laughs> but yeah so that's 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 much for muchness, but also Mortal Kombat, Alien vs Predator, Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil Afterlife. I think he's done loads of really bad stuff. Well, I really think he's done most of the Resident Evil. I really Evil. like. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing, but he, he does. I think he's done most of the Resident Evil films. Um, he turned down. Oh, oh yeah, and to film to film this, he turned down the X Files, like the movie of the X Files, mm. the X Men, and Alien Resurrection. Mm. So, wow! And actually, there's a big thing that goes on, and I think it is just because of as a sidebar, you know, like Weir when he's got like the the cuts all down yeah. and everything else like that. There's a weird thing that there is a massive in Hellraiser fandom. There's a massive thing where they're almost like drawing Event Horizon in, and I can I can see I, it. I thought exactly the same watching mm. it this time. I was like, it's funny how much this could work into the Hellraiser backstory. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of I think there's a lot of people who wish that this was part of part that. four. Yeah, you know, if they'd have sort of like, oh yeah, see, but I really like so part four was in space, mm. and I, really I think that's liked, all it is. But what I really liked in part four is the the flashback bit yeah like to how the box how the how the lament configuration was mm. built and stuff so i loved that old yeah victorian I think element more it, than the in space bit it's technically an anthology movie and mm. we do love that sort of thing but yeah no i think that, that i still i still rate for i mean apparently if you read the script online it's like a million times better than the film has realized yeah. But yeah, but there's a sort of there's quite a movement within the Hellraiser community of sort of like oh yeah, Event Horizon that's kind of that's kind of this universe yeah. still, and I can I can see it, and I think it's I mean it's a cool thing, but I like that Event Horizon stands on its own because mm. I think if you were if you were part of Hellraiser, mm. you just immediately are second fiddle to the first two films. Yeah, yeah. Like any sequels are. Yeah, yeah, of course. And but yeah, yeah. So, so have we got to the end of? Um, well, we mentioned obviously Orbital when Michael came and did the oh, music. Yeah. Can't work out what Orbital did. I uh, yeah, I, I said to you when the opening music came on, I was like, oh, I put the wrong film on. It's just Mortal Kombat. Like it was just <laughs> yeah. really bad dance music. I was like, ugh. But then he did do Mortal Kombat as well, so it's like oh, you well, know, that's, that's, <laughs> it's very. It was a very apposite sort of thing. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that that suited it as much as I. I don't think you would have chosen that 
I th- necessarily know. I no. think it's just. I think it's just back in the day where it came from. And yeah. Like I say, Paul W. Uh, Paul Anderson is a British director, and I think mm. it was like uh, heavily part of that scene because, like, dance music, sci-fi. That was all yeah. sort of intrinsically kind of. But that almost linked. would have matched then his haircut if he'd stuck with that. Yeah, haircut. if like, he'd, know, if if he'd gone with the like the cyber dog haircut, yeah. yeah. But yeah. he was sort of like, yeah. Apparently, that was just like, no. no. <laughs> I love the idea of him coming in and it's almost like a head, like a headmaster. Get that cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the working title was "The Stars My Destruction." Because there's an Alfred, is it Alfred Bester? There's a story like my, the stars, my destination. Yeah. So I think mm. it's kind of based on that. I like Event Horizon better. Event Horizon is a much better title, I think. But there also was originally a 130 minute cut, mm. and they turned asked him to turn down the gore and remove 30 minutes. So there's like there is less of this. Yeah. I think it's actually good at the rate it's at. Yeah, it, it does fly by pretty quickly. Yeah, to be which because I was actually convinced. I thought they did an alien at one point, and it was like he sets the bombs off and then has to unset the bombs yeah, off. Yeah. You know, like and then. Uh, but fortunately, that doesn't come into it. Uh, unset the bombs off or deactivate the bombs, yeah. possibly. <laughs> I think I had a stroke during that last sentence. <laughs> Other times I couldn't reach. Um, but at one point they were saying there were going to be a director's cut because they found all the extras. They footage. found all the extras. Particularly, most of what was taken out was the scenes of hell. Yeah. yeah. Apparently they were much basically you could see more I, I think it worked the amount it was I remember I that being something where we were like whoa those yeah. scenes they're crazy yeah. but yeah if it was more you'd be like oh, I can kind of see it a bit too much And yeah. I remember you know, step by step pausing it yeah and it's still pretty grim but it's not yeah. quite you, yeah. do you know what I mean it's never going to stand up as much as like especially on video you you know see, I think, I, think I could pulse. see I could see way more this time hmm. than hmm. I remembered seeing I yeah. remember oh, yeah, being if you watch it on a VHS yeah. much on like what's going on there like TV. TV. Yeah. also watching it in a cinema again mm. you have no control at that point yeah. so you're like yeah. I can't even rewind that yeah. that was like what and but yeah apparently they found that they found that footage and they were going to do a director's cut but the footage had been uh, poorly kept and was actually unusable, so there's it never going to be. The, yeah, it, it had. <laughs> it, 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 it had passed over the event horizon. Oh, that's such a shame. It is, because I'd like to see. Well, I'd just like to see more of the weird hell, naked, blood, barbed wire things. Just me on that one. Super <laughs> <laughs> hot in here, isn't it? Me. <laughs> but yeah, so, so go on then. What. Are there any other films that you think could have all of these elements and do better? And if so, why have I not seen it? <laughs> um, I seem to remember quite enjoying Pandorum a couple of years ago, which oh, is a very yeah. similar type move. But again, it that wasn't a bad old year. That was a possible. Yeah, no, it's so a I was very forgettable film. It. I think yeah. because it's close to Aliens and Event Horizon, mm. you just kind of go, "Oh yeah, there's nothing kind of new in it." Yeah, there's nothing to latch on because I mean, this this obviously differs quite severely from Alien. Alien, yeah, um, yeah. Alien's yeah. a monster film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yeah a well, this is a haunted ship. Yeah. Because yeah. Alien gets described as a haunted house in space, and it's like, yeah, but it's it is a monster film. Mm-hmm. It's a slasher film. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah. But the slasher actually. is an alien. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, essentially, it's um, there's a lion loose in the. Yeah. Mansion. I was going to yeah. say, like, yeah, basically, not, that is it. Yeah. yeah if you had a lion, animal. yeah. Yeah. And, but it's just not a much to fight against it. It's just a fictitious one that happens to look like eight knobs stuck together. <laughs> teeth. There is it, there it is right yeah. there on the side. Um, 
Yeah, I, I just, I don't think there's anything about this that I didn't, like, there's nothing about it that I go, well, it did really well, except I didn't like the pacing, or I didn't like the effects. I, I don't think there was anything about it that necessarily didn't work. I just don't think it's aged as well. And it, mm. it, it, whatever it is is subtle enough that I can't pick it out. Quite get, no, I'm the yeah. same. It's like I'm sitting there going, is it just this, or is it just... But, yeah, I think maybe it's just the way Paul Anderson directs films. Do you know what I mean? It's like you say, it's like you enjoy Resident Evil, but... But I don't keep going back to yeah. them. Like, I've seen them all, mm. and I've been I've taken days off work when some of them have come out to go and specifically watch them. But they're not great films. I don't quite know why I keep going back, but... Oh, but there's, there's also a weird little thing that I found out, and I've been wa- watching it today on the big screen, obviously, I could see it more. Hmm. Um, but a little bit of sci-fi is that they... They've got national the nationalities. They've got their flags. Yeah. Uh, but the flags are slightly different uh, to ah. to reflect what may be in the future. Mm. Uh, so you've got U.S. flag with fifty five stars, <laughs> um, European Union flag with twenty two, uh, and Weir's Australian flag hasn't got a Union Jack in the corner. It's got the flag of the Aborigine nation. Ah. So it's all, and it, again, that was something that I only just picked up, like researching on it, and it was yeah. like, oh yeah, but it's, it's a nice little. But again, girls, it's yeah. like just a little subtle thing that they've obviously just thought. Uh, we are, however, behind on the timeline. Uh, in that, uh, yeah, twenty fifteen was the first permanent colony <laughs> on the moon. We always are. We yeah. always be like whenever you watch anything like yeah. that. It's like yeah. In 2019, we will all be flying. You know, we'll all have flying cars, and we'll colonise f- Mars. And just go for 4860. By then, someone's yeah, going to be like, I, yeah. I, I, "I don't care." Yeah. You know mm. what? What's this? It's it's on a physical medium. You not just get it beamed into your head by the original <laughs> ideas, man. <laughs> While we slave in the underground salt mines of our reptilian overlords. Right. That's it. Then I call upon our. Fantastic listeners to tell me what else I should watch that will compete with this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good... Yeah, I'd like to see more sci-fi horror because it's a it's a weirdly limited sort of It's thing, considering it? how, how broad it can be. Mm. You imagine space is limitless and planets could be so entirely different. Mm. Endless almost, you yeah. might say, like the, like the sci-fi movie. Um but yeah, so little people seem to have been, have kind of, yeah, been and tried it so much. I think it's also very unique in that you've got science fiction, so immediately that's a leap of imagination mm. and supernatural. Because mm. like Alien uh, is horror, but it's not. There's nothing supernatural about yeah. it. You could have it. All, it all works within like a that. physical universe, mm. like yeah. that applies to no- Newtonian mm. laws and yeah. stuff. You know. You know, it's always on ships as well, thinking about it. Saying that, so a, a, a alien planet could be literally anything that you yeah. could imagine. But sci-fi horror always takes place on ships and not on planets. Mm. It, it might be a bit of the claustrophobic element does mm. add to the intensity. Yeah. And, is, it, yeah. is it perhaps it's in the grand pantheon of haunted ship movies? Do you know what I mean? Like, sort of. Yeah. I, there's not. I mean, I'm now trying to think of any, and I've seen a haunted submarine movie that was. That below. Well, I think it is the one with um, what's his name, Zach Galifianakis. 
Oh no, no, I've not seen. I think that. it is called Below. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, maybe he's maybe he's not in it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I did watch it yonks ago because I like I quite like submarines hmm. in films. I just think that they're, again, it's the, they're quite eerie. Yeah, yeah. Films, yeah. and I think because there was there was that one that David Jason did years ago called Ghost Ship that was fucking shit. David um, Jason. David Jason. It was like it was um, like a TV movie or like a two-part mini-series okay. sort of thing. Tell you what, we should do though. Go on. Christ on a bike triangle. Yes, that is sitting right there. Yeah, there. We, we need to there. do triangle at some that point. That is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, that would work really, especially seeing as you've just watched that time yeah, yeah. movie. Um. So. Chris, talking about other things that we should watch, we've had an email from a listener. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Here we are. So from Philip, he's very kindly sent in his suggestions, which are mainly anthology films such as Tales from the Crypt, mm. Vault of Horror, yep. yeah. Body Bags. Yes. Asylum. Yeah. Dead of Night. Yep. yep. Black Sabbath. Yeah. Now, I thought Black Sabbath was a band. Have I They're named after something? the film. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, the film is up there on uh, the Arrow release Blu-ray because Adam bought it for me for Ooh. my birthday oh, yes. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Because um, I'd been trying to track down a copy of it for ages, but it was one of those... It, I don't think it ever made it to DVD for some reason. No. I and think, then yeah. Arrow skipped straight ahead and just put it out on Blu-ray. Mm. Uh, and Boris Karloff does the cutaways in between and stuff Boris yeah. Karloff uh, was the Frankenstein's monster from the original right um, yeah you've not really heard Karloff speak much have you um, oh no of course not no. he's not in he's not in um, no that's Basil Rathbone I'm thinking of in um, Tales of Terror uh, yes no no oh, yeah. yes he is in Tales uh, no comedy of terror. He's in comedy he's of terror. That's what. That's where I'm getting the. Yeah. The t and also, I'm thinking of the Raven because of. Peter, yes. Uh, Vincent Price and Peter Laurie. Um. Yeah. So those are all so, fantastic. Yeah. I, I, what would we go for? I don't know. See, I love anthologies. Um. Mm. I mean, I'm. I'd happily plough through the lot. To be <laughs> yeah, honest, Because yeah. I think they're all great. I mean, we've done Amicus. We've done an Amicus one because that was um, Doctor Terror's House of Horrors. Mm. Yeah. So the full. So, uh, Asylum is part of Amicus as well. So's okay. Vault of Horror, so's Tales from the Crypt as well, I think. See, now, Tales from the Crypt or Vault of Horror, I'd gladly watch both of those. Oh, yeah. Again. Now, you got excited at Body Bags. Body Bags is uh, John Carpenter and Toby Hooper oh, okay. uh, doing an anthem. And actually, John Carpenter is the sort of the weaving narration character mm. he is in between. And see. Mark Hamill is in it as is well. It? Oh, yeah. well, see, that's, <laughs> that is pretty much winning, I would say. That's going to be hard to beat that. No. And De Dead of Night is really, is very much the original. Dead of Night is fantastic. And that is and that is an example of an older film that still works, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's I funny how it's got that strange comedy one just chucked in but, the middle. There's but then all the anthology ones kind of do. Mm. I mean, Amicus always have like a funny one. Yeah. Because there's like the, um, I mean, essentially there's the one with uh, can't you do anything neatly? <laughs> I mean that's that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, they are all. 
fantastic suggestions, mm. and we should cover them all in the coming years. Oh yes, there's Dead of Night up there, the Evening Studios release. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, so thank you very much for that, Philip. Um, yeah. yeah, we couldn't agree more. Those are awesome films. Yeah, um, and we definitely need to work towards. Actually, we haven't done anything old for a while. Maybe we should put Dead of Night in in the next couple of episodes. Prioritise Dead of Night. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Right, just for you, Philip. Dead of Night is going down in the book. That's for it. something we need to cover very soon. It's written. <clears throat> it is written. It's now in writing, so that's done. Um, so, our Ask Welcome to Horror. We have two Ask Welcome to Horror questions this week. Um, <clears throat> one of them Bobby sent us by the time this airs about three months ago. Um, <laughs> so I do apologise, Bobby. But, um, yeah, we've it's- had... They've never done my ask, not for everyone that I sent him. Oh, well, they, what did you ask him? Um, I asked him to describe his last three bowel movements <laughs> in, yeah. with, with film titles. And I came, and I, what was it? I said, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Flubber, and There Will Be Blood. <laughs> now, There Will Be Blood, I watched for the first time about six weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, what an amazing film. Absolutely unbelievable. I've not seen it, but I think I might have to give it a whirl because I know it's it's intense. It's it's like full-on Coen Brothers, Mm. really good Coen Brothers. Um, Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. But but that's the thing. I hadn't watched it for ages because I was like, what's it about? Oh, it's about this guy who who, uh, basically goes and gets pumps oil out of the ground and tries to make himself a millionaire out of doing it. I was like, that sounds terrible. Um, and it's back in the old Prospector days mm. as well, and I was like, it just it doesn't it doesn't appeal to me. And I watched the trailer, and I was like, well, maybe. I was edge of my seat for the whole, like, three hours or whatever. It was absolutely unbelievable. So, oh, I have um, to give it a whirl. It might give me an excuse to buy the soundtrack as well, because it's um, the guy from Radiohead. The soundtrack is so good. Yeah, because he so did... Oh, what's the one with Joaquin Phoenix and a hammer? Ah, oh, uh, you, you were never really here. Yeah, he did the soundtrack to that, and that is yeah, that's impeccable. A, that's right? a stunning soundtrack. Oh, yeah. What a good so. film! Um, so the question from Bobby is: uh, divisive movie, divisive horror films. We did do this, did we? Yeah. Did we cover? I it? I thought we had. Yeah. Okay. We did do. We covered this. Yeah. I'm not cutting it out. Fuck it. I'm not going back in. Well, anything. it turns out that we've got a little divisive one here. Slightly. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And I've written down The Shining because we mentioned it earlier. Uh, That's oh, another yeah. one that I. And obviously, The Shining from the author of it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna we we shall hammer that. Yeah. That shall continue. Actually, I'm I'm thinking of changing it and just going round and like changing all the posters for Pet Cemetery and whatever. Well, I mean, they're not up now, but under like because the second part of it's coming out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I'm just gonna get loads of stickers printed out and put from the author of. They always come back. <laughs> from the author of Christine. Just go through. Just, from the author of the Green Mile. Old shit. Yeah. Um, so, so, Adam, you've got a hashtag ask welcome to yeah. horror that isn't a total fuck up. So, uh, <laughs> Not yet. Let's see if we can chew this one up. Um, yes, this was from. Um, uh, this was one from Claire actually and it sort mm. of it was just a general question but I thought it sort of was valid enough to be mm. part of uh, uh, which was is there any horror movie it started off as is there any horror movie you wouldn't 
show Chris hmm. as an example of great horror or as an example of horror and I sort of thought and then she sort of mute, changed that also to is there what is the film you you would definitely not have shown Chris first okay I um, think I think but me specifically because if you take it you're trying to encourage anyone now I think I could probably watch any horror but I don't but we like, know that now but we yeah, didn't know it that's there. true I think I would have to say the one I would definitely never start anyone off with is Cabin in the Woods because yeah, Cabin, would, Cabin in the Woods yeah. is something you have to you get more know. out of it yeah definitely exactly yeah. yeah oh I think anyone would mm. enjoy it but yeah. genuinely once you've been down the path it's, it's the orgasm yeah. you're yeah, looking yeah, yeah. for yeah uh, I would say The Exorcist um, mm. only because I think it's such an amazing film to, that to show it to somebody first would just leave everything as an anti-climax it sort of negates some... a, a lot else yeah. yeah I know what you mean yeah I, th- I don't think you can start off on I don't think you can start off on a big hitter you know something like yeah The Exorcist is probably out um, and then there's a lot of stuff like that is, um, well, for example, Don't Look Now. Yes. Don't Look Now is a horror movie, but I wouldn't use that as the first example because it's so many other things and so many other layers to it that it's that's a horror film that surprises you by being a horror film. Yeah. Rather than sort of you know, oh, Dracula, right? With his vampire film, we yeah. know where we are, you know. <laughs> See, now, Don't Look Now is another one that, for me, is probably a divisive movie because Ooh. I've watched it once, mm-hmm. but I think it's a film that... Basically, all I remember is the big reveal at the end. Yeah. And I feel that if I went back and watched it again, I would find... I found it really slow going the first time. It I is, think if I yeah. watched it again, I would find it I immeasurably. Think, I think. Also, remember, we went to see the... Uh, theatre adaption didn't we? we did which is which, very good which was very good yeah I and preferred that to the movie I've got to admit yeah I think well I think they did it in a very interesting way hmm. you know they that. but again but then the VHS copy I had of that had uh, two pictures of the ending shall we say <laughs> and it's like well what's the bleeding point in that yeah there's no point in you watching know. it if you know where it's going at front, the end really. front cover of Psycho him dressed as his mum come on <laughs> what are you playing <laughs> I think also something. I mean, even I mean, not necessarily the slow goers, but good stuff. Hmm. I don't. I think that's the thing is you probably wouldn't have started. We, I wouldn't have liked to have started you slow. Something like the witch or something like that. And also, I think that's quite. That's like. That's a really rich meal. Yeah. That's a really rich starter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing. I think we needed to start off somewhere. But that, <coughs> so I was, I was just thinking, though, that's where I possibly would have been would have been okay to have watched that because obviously I like things like Requiem for a Dream and oh yeah, like, I don't know that I would have been put off necessarily, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't recommend it for someone who really doesn't like mm. anything dark. I yeah. I think also I think that that's a film that, that again almost like The Exorcist that gives you a false impression of things. That it's yeah. like, is it going to be this every week? Possibly not. <laughs> yeah, you know, or or, or certainly <laughs> yeah. not to this extent on every yeah. level I think that's why where we started was pretty good it, yeah. it, yeah. Had, it had some jump scares it was a newer film so yeah. it was easier mm. to fall into mm-hmm. it's a fantastic classic story it's brilliantly acted fantastically directed it's really well shot and lit mm. um, so I just feel that it was 
but it wasn't too much in any direction. Yeah. I think it, I think it hit enough points. It's a, it's an adaption, so it's an adaption of a a, a classic story, like you say. Um, there's actors that you recognise in it, but also people where you can say, "Oh, this guy's in this." Yeah, and extrapolate from there to another film or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's a Hammer film, but not the not classic, not classic. Yeah. Um, and also, just yeah, like you say, it's it was because I think when did we start? Two thousand sixteen. Yeah. 2016. So at that point, that film was four years old. Mm-hmm. So it was very, it was still, it was current cinematic language. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think that was an excellent choice as a start, to be honest. I think that really. I think it took us quite a long time to come to that as well, as yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. Well, it was your, it was your idea because I hadn't seen it either, and it was like, yeah, no, that, but I think it mm-hmm. made, yeah, absolute sense. It really did. And. Yeah, I don't. And I, as for ones that I wouldn't show, I mean, I wouldn't want to show you stuff where I've sat through it and thought that was shit. Yeah, you yeah. Know, there's 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 quite a lot of crap out there that I'd happily. I mean, there's also much like Troll Two. There's a lot of crap out there that I will happily show you because <laughs> yeah. it's fucking mad, or you know, just a fine way to spend an afternoon. We haven't done any. So my dislike for Italian cinema. So we've not covered any of those again because I. Dislike is probably a strong word. I mean, films like Suspiria I quite enjoy and Cenobre. Yeah, but but then I think you don't like Jallo, and that's understandable because Jallo, as far as I'm concerned, is crime films. They're they're not. They're they're kind of slasher films, Mm. but again, they're the sort of slasher films don't really do it for me. They have to be either really inventive or, you know, just. Fun, yeah. Whereas I think the the Jallo stuff, I always just see those as like sort of, they're like fucked up crime movies. Yeah, they're perverts crime movies basically. So, and that, I think you're right about the about slasher movies as well. That's why I don't generally, <clears throat> apart from Halloween, that series has you know has got a, mm. has got a good enough backstory, um, and the Friday the Thirteenth because they're mental. Yeah, other than that, I don't think I really watch a lot of slashers. Yeah. They just don't really... See, Nightmare on Elm Street gets lumped in as slasher, and I don't really think it is. I never, I never thought of it as a slasher. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always saw it supernatural more. I, I get, you know... Well, because I think it's much more so than... I mean, to me, a slasher movie is you're slowly picked off by an in, inexorable force. Mm. So a Nightmare on Elm Street does kind of fulfil mm. that. Yeah. But it is so trippy, and yeah. you have so many yeah. inventive, weird things... That are much more so than some mad sod with a black and decker terrorising yeah. the home counties. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, right. So on that note, I think we are ready to close out. Um, so the next episode, if all goes according to plan, if it doesn't, obviously I'll cut this out. Um, I will be away, unfortunately. I'm flying back out to work abroad uh, for next weekend and the weekend after. So Lady Jennifer will be sitting in with uh, Adam and Chris. Uh, and they will be discussing a couple of things. So, firstly, they'll be discussing Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, um, which you can go and watch. It's all on YouTube. Do it. It's horrible. Uh, Chris tried to talk about it earlier, and I cut him off because I don't. I, I didn't want him to spoil it for next week, and also I don't, don't even want to think about it. Um, but the, primarily, the episode will be about Reanimator. Um, it's a it's a fantastic movie. Chris and Jennifer haven't seen it. Um, I know that 
Adam absolutely loves it because I've got his DVD copy up there from when he upgraded mm -hmm. to Blu-ray. Um, and I would love to hear you guys talk about it. So, mm. uh, yeah. Excellent. So yeah. that will be our next episode if all goes according to plan. Some uh, daft 80s-ness. Yes. It is. It's, it's mental and it's funny and it's gory and it's... It, 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 like we were saying, it does everything in the right percentages for it yeah. to just work mm -hmm. fantastically. Excellent. Right, so thanks ever so much for listening. Uh, and we will see you... Well, they will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I don't think a buy was required after that. No. <laughs>